You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Hey, it's your boy Tom here and we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Ooh, fellas, let's jump right into the weekends. I want to hear what you got. Okay, well, I guess I'll start off with what I did this weekend because I'm pretty sure, you know, Cinnamon likes to talk, so he'll probably talk for four <laughs> hours. So no. you might not get to hear from me again the rest of this podcast, so I might as well go ahead and go first. Um, what did I do this weekend? Well, my uh, nephews came over. We went and saw The Batman, which we are going to dive into at the end of this podcast. Whoa, whoa, there whoa, will whoa, be spoilers. Whoa, 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 whoa. You took your ne- – how old are your nephews? I took well. I took my uh, five and a half year old. Okay, this Batman. This Batman is not a kids movie. Correct. Okay. All right. I just want to. He let slept you know through seventy percent of it. So yeah. Well, I'm just letting you know. You look like one of those parents that other people judge when they go to certain movies. That you just like, bro. I can't believe they brought that kid to this movie. That was you. That. But that you can't guess that. You can't assume that going in that Batman was gonna be like that. So. You got, you're assuming Batman is just going to be Batman. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. And, and I'm not going to say too much. I'm just letting you know that it's not yeah, a we'll, we'll, movie. We'll dive, in, we'll dive okay. into the Batman at the end uh, of this podcast. Um, did, and then there will be say, spoilers. Yeah, I know but, that. I know you said that 70, he slept with 70% of the movie. Did you ask him if the movie was good? And what was his reaction when you asked him? Because I know you said it was super loud. I love that that age range. Okay, go ahead. You, you took your nephew to watch the movie. Yeah. So and then hung out with them, and that's about all I did. Really, I didn't do much else. What, what, what uh, so, coming? You talking about Memphis now, right? It was Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Memphis. Miles. Okay. Yeah, Miles didn't go. Uh, my he, he stayed with my mom, my brother, and my uh, brother's wife went with us. Okay. So it was just we went to the movies. We went and saw it. And then, uh, again, I won't talk about that until the end. Uh, I know okay. time has not seen the Batman, so. I thought y'all were talking have... about that in the beginning. No, it's saved for the end. So people can uh, yeah. be spoiled. Wow. But, uh, so time, time may disappear during that because he might not want to be spoiled. But who knows? You know, yeah. it, it'd be just like our normal podcast because he's never here anyway. So, <laughs> so what, we, what we can do, time is when we start talking about the Batman. We can let you go, and then we can yeah. talk about that, you know, on a, on our own time. Uh, and then we'll get you time here in a minute on what you did this weekend, uh, Gary. That's all you did, bro. You yeah, did that's it. Games? So we can go. We can go ahead. Oh, obviously, I play video games. New Grand Turismo came out. Been playing the New Horizon, Forbidden West. So you know. Okay, just I, playing I some new question. video games. I got a question for you, Gary. You have a kid, and your kid inspired like he wants to he doesn't want to do anything other than play video games what what do you do to motivate your kid do you support their habit in playing video games or do you tell them like most parents back in the days get off your ass get a job and go do things i think you do both but you limit so like if he wants to do gaming that's fine but you have to limit their exposure especially depending on the age you can't just let them sit in there and play for 12 hours. You might let them play for three or four, but then they're going to be outside for three or four. So you can still get behind them in it, but you got to limit it and control so it's not an all day. It doesn't come become an addiction at such a young age. Well, so this is where I have a hard time with this, Gary, because you can now make millions of dollars playing video Correct. games. So it's, it's very similar to having a job, just like being an influencer right now on social media. Like what if your kid only sole purpose in life their job is they wanted to be a influencer and they just wanted to make videos and post them to social media how do you do you support that or do you say well i do not support them as an influencer no it's it's the same thing gary no so so playing video games and making money it obviously you can make money in like tournaments and stuff that's not where the money's at the money is by the character you create when you're streaming so that's a different aspect than 
you're are created a character for social media where you're only doing it for clout you're only doing it for benefits whether it be like products and stuff like that and then you're hawking products to companies it's different because like gaming they're just playing a game they enjoy and because they're entertaining to watch people watch and donate they're not they're not force feeding stuff to other people they're not creating all these stupid videos or tutorials and stuff like that that people are watching that becomes an influence or aspect or they're not posing for 38 different pictures to get one to post because it's the perfect picture video game they're just doing something they enjoy and because they're entertaining while gaming whether it whether it's upset because they get they get killed or die or whatever it is in the game or lose or whether it's the joy they have or the character they created while they're playing it's a different atmosphere than an influencer is Yes, gamers are, I guess, concerted influencers, but it's a different type because it's not about products. It's just you having fun doing what you regularly do anyways, and people watch you do it instead. It's not so about, Gary, oh, I'm creating this fake persona for you. That's just who I am. Gary, just say you don't like influencers, bro. That's oh, all I don't. You got to uh-huh. I, I, I don't think I, anybody I, I, should strive to be an influencer on. when they grow up. I don't there's believe anybody so should. much money. There's people uh, yeah, that are huh? influencers that make more money. So we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago where you were talking about that there were certain, there's other genres or other workplaces that make more money than doctors. Influencers, in some cases, make more money than doctors. Yes. Why, yes. why would not be, why would you say Because it's not a job. Them? It's not a job what? somebody should strive for. It's not a job that a, I wouldn't want my youngest, my young, my kids to strive for because an influencer, you literally have no skills. You're literally just be, you're just creating a character. You don't have any trade skills. You don't have any, like, you, you're not, you're, you're, your skills are basically, hey, I'm going to do these dumb videos or whatever, these funny videos, and that's how I'm going to get paid. It has nothing to do with any type of skill that you, you've earned by working or not. Our skill is athletic ability. And that was Bro, our skill. We used that I, I, to the So, So I've heard Logan Paul talk about this. Logan Paul said that it's the hardest thing ever to do because you basically have to sell yourself and you got to make yourself interesting to people around the world. An influencer is not harder than, than a professional athlete. I don't okay. care what anybody says. An influence, no, it's true. Because an influencer, I, I never, you can be an influencer overnight. I know, but but that's what I'm saying. I don't agree with that statement because an influencer can be an influencer overnight. You can't be an athlete overnight, a professional athlete overnight. It takes multiple years to become a, 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 a true athlete, a, a professional athlete. I don't think that's necessarily can, true. I think you can be viral overnight, but that don't necessarily make you an influencer overnight. Also, I, I don't think you, anybody's- you get one viral video that goes for like 200 million views or whatnot, you basically have became an influencer. Tell me, the tell backpack me. kid became an influencer because of his one video. Tell me what that. Tell me what he's doing now, Gary. If he's a, an influencer and he's he made so a bunch of money in a year period, and that's it, and he's fine. Right, but that's a hard job to maintain. Tell me what the lady who did the laughing uh, Chewbacca mask is doing right now. I don't know. I don't, exactly. Did she try to be an influencer? <laughs> that's that's the thing. Did, did she? She, but she had like a super viral video, and I, I, I obviously becoming a, an athlete is harder. Uh, I think yes. you can become an influencer, but I think it's just as hard, if not harder, to maintain no. because you did you you got viral off one video. If you don't have the personality and ability Damn, to Gary, to maintain it, no. If you don't have the the personality and the drive to maintain your influence, you're not going to. But it's still once you have it, it's it's easy to keep it up long as you want to keep doing it. It's, it's not. It's like, it's, so I don't think it is in the world where the 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 button is changing, the tape, the the pages are turning. Your yesterday's news. I think it's hard to stay relevant in today's world. A literal kid yodeling in a Walmart got a record deal off of a viral video. Right. I didn't say it's. it's but, but what's he doing? What's he doing now? I mean, making music and getting paid for it. That's exactly uh, what he's okay, doing from a viral video. Like, like okay. I said, I, I think it's, it's easier. It's easier to become an influencer. I don't necessarily think it's easy to maintain. Okay, I, I'm gonna tell you. If, if it wasn't questions. easy to maintain, there wouldn't be millions of them. 
I, I'm gonna tell you where 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 this particular conversation came from, uh, Gary and Tom, in terms of the influencer versus like the gamer or whatever. So we watched the season finale of the Amazing Race, and uh, we saw who won the Amazing Race, and they're influencers. And um, uh, my wife kind of went down this rabbit hole and was watching their videos and stuff like that, and she was like, "My my wife's a fan now." She's an absolute fan. And they say on there that they're influencers, that they work from home and that, you know, they was going through the pandemic and stuff like that. And they decided and they have like millions of followers and stuff like that. And and, um, you know, they get paid for advertising and stuff like that. And they was talking about how hard it is because you have to be current. And not only do you have to be current, you also have to be funny and entertaining. So they also double down from a sense of it's hard to be an influencer, too. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw influencer on the job list. You saying that being an influencer is not considered a job, correct? I don't think anybody should strive to be an influencer when they grow up. That's just it. But that's that's but people strive people grow up and want to be teachers. People grow up and they want to be architects. People grow up and want to be astronauts. People grow up and want to be archaeologists. People grow up to mm-hmm be astronomer why can't i grow up and want to be an influencer because you you can i just don't think it's a good thing because so what's when when hold on when when an influence when the influence influencer fade uh fad dies then what you you grew your whole life just to work to be an influencer eventually dies away and something else replaces it because it always happens it always happens it's not always happens i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell you why it's not going anywhere this is why it's not going anywhere the worst job to have in America, in the world, is being a lifeguard at the Olympics doing, and he still got a job. He still got a job. When last time you know somebody needed help? Everybody at the Olympics that's in that swimming pool can swim better than that damn lifeguard, but he still got a job. And you gonna tell me that influence is gonna die off with it being yep. a digital age? There's no way Gary's not going nowhere. It's staying here. It's staying here. At some it's point, bad. at some at some point, something will take its place. I don't think so, Gary. I don't think you're so. already seeing. You're already seeing the game. So nobody thought the gaming and like streaming of video games was going to be as big as it was five years ago. It's so much bigger than anybody expected. That already eats into some of the influencer aspect. Now, some of the people have crossed platform and went from gamer. Like, to gamers influence. are influencers too. I don't consider them influencers. But, but they, they are. They're not, they making, are. Vi- they're not making. They're not making videos for your clicks. They're just ninjas. You're telling me ninjas not making videos. He's crossed over. Again, there are some, but I'm saying when I know, I, most streamers are literally just playing a game they enjoy. It has nothing to do with. Yeah, they're going to get paid for it because of their character, but they're not doing it to. Hey, I'm, I strive to make all these videos, and I'm going to make all these funny videos, all these things, and all that. That's not what it's about. It's, I'm going to play this video game. People enjoy watching it. I'm a funny person, so I'm going to do that. There's still, still influencers. Their content is just easier for them to produce because of something they're already doing. So actually, that just makes their their influencing easier because. That's something they enjoy doing, you know. Some influencers, which is another have to thing, why I said way. influencers are a little easier to have. Like you just said, if you want to consider them an influencer, then that as a gamer, it's super easy to be an influencer if you want to consider them influencers. So, it's, so here's, here's why I disagree with you, Gary. This is why I know for a fact that, uh, uh and it, it took me a while to understand, and I'm still, I still go against the grain, and I'm, I'm gonna continue to go against the grain as it relates to this, but. I know that this is not going anywhere because most celebrities, and it blows my mind. It used to blow my mind, but I understand it now. Like when celebrities have kids and when their kids are born, they set up like a Facebook or uh, or Instagram for them as kids. So then when they grow up, their followers kind of see them grow up and they're amassing all these, these uh, followers so they can then in turn monetize it later and become influencers. So even if you don't want your kid to be an influencer, you're technically setting them up for that because you set them up and you're just like, oh, I just want their, you know, their f- close friends and family to see pictures and stuff like that. No, that's not what you're doing. Like, like AB, for instance, or Kanye West, when he came out and he said that Kim K 
is prostituting his kids. They shouldn't have social media and this and that and things of that nature. They're doing that because they're setting their kids up to be influencers, not necessarily to have a job. And being an influencer is a job, bro. It's a job. You see them kids on TikTok and all that stuff. No, I don't. I don't. I don't look at TikTok, so no, I don't. <laughs> but no. Right. So if you if if you if you truly believe influencers is a tough job, I would guarantee. I'd be willing to guarantee. D, if you went and you considered streamers an influence, as time does, I say I guarantee if D, if you started streaming, and you were just yourself, I guarantee you become an influencer on streaming video games because of your demeanor and who you are, and it would be so easy for you to do it, and you would it wouldn't be hard for him to maintain it. All he has to do is keep playing video games. That is it. That's that's not difficult. As long as you stay on a regular schedule of playing video games, if you want to consider that, that an influencer, difficult. that's easy. What? That, that's the part that'd be difficult. One, two, that's only for you know people that play games. Other people that have to create their content and like go out and find these brands to partner with, I don't. I think you are underselling how uh, much time and effort that takes. I mean, you see how much time and effort it takes for us to put together a podcast. Or for us to make social media videos when we do. Imagine if like your schedule was packed with doing stuff like that. Whenever y'all did the uh, series, you know, where you uh, filmed the the cinnamon versus sugar, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like imagine that time being your pretty much your whole life. And then not only that, you have to turn around and put the content out the right way. You have to find brands to partner with. I don't think you are giving enough credit to the influencer. Not every influencer. Not every streamer I'm, is. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying they don't work. I 100% know they work. I just don't think it's as hard as you're making it out to be. That's I, not. I'm not. I, I'm not saying that it's hard. I'm just saying that it's a viable job. It's a viable option. And I feel like because you said that you don't think kids should grow up and want to be influenced. I don't think there's my my problem is there's influencers out there that have no right to be an influencer, and that's my problem with influencers. You're telling me Jackson Mahomes is an influencer? Get out of here. He's only popular because of his brother. Like right. the fact that he's an influencer, that that should not be something you strive for when that is somebody that you can compare yourself to. Well, Literally think, no you know skills besides who his brother is. I think you're you know like the, So the thing that's getting me caught up is there's certain influencers, yes, that are only famous because there's a lot them. of them. There's not just certain, there's a right, lot. Right, but but it's what they do with it after that. Jackson Mahomes is not going to be one of your top-notch brand rep influencers because a lot of people hate him. <laughs> a lot of people hate Patrick Mahomes' wife because of what they do uh, and how they do things. I don't think they are going to be able to maintain a status of being influencers to the highest degree that they could be if they had better personalities weren't as you know annoying to the public because there is a certain level of hey if you're gonna be an influencer you do have to be likable a lot of people don't like him and so See, i disagree because there's a lot of people that don't like logan paul and his brother but they love that they watch the videos is because they hate them they want to see how dumb they're going to be there's a, there's a, there's there's a, a small they have a ton of fans too but that's the, other, that's the other part of it i mean sometimes being the bad guy pays off too d'angelo knows that he's built a a career off being the bad guy. Yeah, on just ahead of that people don't like it. No, because yeah. you know you like to play the bad guy. Don't play. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I, I, it's not that I'm playing the bad guy. I'm being me. And 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 with that being said, Gary, I I I understand what you're saying about the influencers. I understand what you're saying about Logan Paul. I understand what you're saying about uh, uh, Jackson Mahomes not having an ounce of talent. But you got to understand where all this came from, and I. Um, the digital age, this. obviously. It's who? The digital age, yes. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you the first pioneer of the influencer. It started with Paris Hilton. She had no talent, none whatsoever. Well, had a show. That and Kim K and Ray J. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna stay away from that. But if that's what you, if that, <laughs> that what you want. She, she became famous because of that and because of who her dad was. And her mom pioneered it into a, a mega conglomerate, and I power to them. I give them credit because they did work for it. 
Now, do I think they deserve to be? No, but hey, it's whatever. They worked so, at it. I, I don't, I'm not going to knock the work because you do have so, to work. So, I understand that. But so with that being said, so with that being said, does Kim K have any talent? Um, she's working on talent. She, <laughs> well, she's working to become a lawyer. And does she have talent? I would say she is. Between her and her mom, they're great business savvy. They're very business savvy. Well, I'm gonna go on. The, I, and she's a great. I've seen the video. She talent. I've seen the video. You ain't seen the video again. You don't think she's talent? Of course, everybody's seen the video. Okay. All right. Well. I'll tell you what I did this weekend, man. Uh, I ain't mean to spend have time. so much time for your week. You just took over my weekend. <laughs> no, you just said you finished. You said that's all. You yeah, we're good. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, okay. No, is there anything else you do your weekend? No, here? That, I don't want to. That was perfect. That was perfect. We're good. You sure? Because yeah, you obviously good. don't. You don't. So, do you think influencers should? It. I think it's a viable. Job but, well, let me clarify. Let me clarify. Let me, let me break it down easy. Do I want my kids to strive yeah. to be an influencer? No. Do I think they work hard? Yes. Why do I not want my kid to be an influencer? Because like I said, sometimes it, it might not, you might not be an influencer longer than a month and you might work forever to get that. It doesn't, then you just wasted all your time and think for no, for no reason. Cause like you said, that makes some difficult. people only get super popular but you can still be an influencer for a year, and then you might fall off. Okay, but I don't, there's no reason that somebody should strive to be that because if you if it, you like y'all said, only an elite few could be the super influencers. Then you shouldn't strive to be that because it is it is not going to probably happen for you. Gary, we should do a challenge. We should give you three months to become an influencer. There's not going to happen. I don't. I'm too private for that. <laughs> right that's so, the difficult part of it you gotta live your life in public and you would actually I, I, have I already, it easier. I already did that when i played you would actually have it easier because but you i wouldn't call you an influencer when you played necessarily but see, what, no, as i was already my uh my life was already in the public right, eye right, right, right. I don't like what i'm saying is i bet even even with you because you have a following you already have a pretty big following i think you would find it difficult to become an influencer one because obviously you you like to live your life inside of your compound and so that would make it very hard two you're very private and and three i think you would get very tired very quickly of the content production and i'm just saying that if i if i did then i wouldn't want we wouldn't be making videos with d i'm always down to do that Right, right, right. But, but that's just because it's right, fun for would us. Would you make We're that every day? Money. There's a difference. Could you do that every week? Yeah, if we, if we live next to each other, 100%. All right. Well, well okay. I'm saying find a way to do stuff every week and become an influencer. And I, I, game, want you to every, I game every day. Well, do that. Try to be a streamer. <laughs> Why, why, be I, don't I, don't, I don't want to because I don't like inter- interacting with people like that all the time. No, you don't. And plus, right, I know right. how I am yeah. video gaming. It ain't going to come off well. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so what I'm saying is it's not just easy to, for anybody to become an influencer. Bro, he talked trash to my six-year-old, so yeah. He... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I already know. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, like, like, I, like the thing is, like, and me and D make videos, but we don't make it to make money. We're doing it just to have fun. There's a difference. So, like, for us, it's not a job. It's just for us. To, we're going to go out and have fun and do something funny. There's literally nothing to try and make money. There's a big okay. difference between us making our videos versus other people making videos. So, so this is this is why I feel like an influencer is a viable job and that it's a viable stream of income for sure. Is because Jackson Mahomes, I'm I'm glad you brought him up, but Jackson Mahomes was talking about how we have ruined his life. Like he can't do anything. You know, people are like, you know, they're they're sick of his shit, and there's he he reminds me bro of the heel with the iron sheet back in wrestling back in the old days every time people saw patrick mahomes they hated like jackson mahomes like but that comes with it like with the good comes the bad and like you said he did profit off of his brother but he didn't he didn't profit off his brother from a standpoint of asking his brother for money or asking him for a job or anything like that or having to feature him on 
uh, his stuff, nothing like that. Just the last name alone is what got him the followers and he become the influencer that he became. And obviously his his never ending access to anything Patrick Mahomes helped a lot too. But with well, that I would say he also hurt himself with some of the stuff he did, obviously, like you said. Like he danced on Sean Taylor's number that was fenced in, like for a video. Like you doing that to yourself. Yeah, but you got to understand, though, Gary, that's the same thing they got the Paul brothers big time is when they went to Suicide Forest. And they Correct. Took the, and so filmed the dead body, to, yes. Right. So you have to do certain things as an influencer that otherwise may not be pretty just to garner the attention of either the media or somebody that may not be looking to get those eyes. So, I mean, I I mean, I get it. I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand why, like, if it's going to make my job easier and it's going to pull people in where I can make some income, then I'll take that. Because, I, you know, I've had countless conversations where, you know, just by, and I'll just ask on this, just based off a of job description alone, just dot job description alone, the job that you hold, can that make you a bad person? Just job description alone. Not who you are as a person, but where you work at and who you work for. Does that make you a bad person? Yes. Okay. All right. I would say yeah. I say yes because I think people do think people at certain jobs are bad people. Depend on the job. Without even knowing them. Yes, hundred percent. I can name okay. a few jobs that people okay. think that. So, so, so I, I respect that. I respect that. So, if you could say that, do I think so? Say? No. Do I think other people? Yes. I think other people do judge people by their jobs. I do not. Okay. All right. I respect it. That that makes sense then. That clears all this up for me because if that's the case, then Jackson Mahomes could be a bad person just based off his job description because some people like influencers, some people don't like influencers. Mm -hmm. Some people like the content that they put out. Some people don't like the content that they put out. But they're not going to stop following them because they have to express how they feel about said content. I I get it. I get it. So I'll tell you what I did this weekend, Gary. Uh, It'll be something that you'll never do in your entire life. You I, I already I, I got a glimpse. I already got a glimpse of it when I talked to Reese. So I, you will never do this in your life. So on Friday, uh, I rode a bike 161 miles to North Myrtle Beach. I so, won't even drive 161 miles. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know, I know, I know this, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I'm driving 30 miles. Yeah. So it's it's funny because. It was a really, really, really good ride. And it was a good ride because it was something that I'd never done before. We left out at 8 a.m. and we ended up pulling in at 6.45 p.m. And I made a comment that I said, it didn't feel like that I was on the bike all day. It was challenging because, and, and it's very therapeutic because once you get on the bike, I heard a, a meme. I, I heard a meme, yes, heard. You heard, heard a meme? meme. I heard, I heard that's interesting. I didn't know that. That's a new. That's a new trend going out. Heard memes. Right. Right. I, I heard a meme, and the and the meme went like this because it was a video, and then it was a person talking over it. But you'll get what you'll understand what I'm saying. It says if you think your mental health is bad, get on the bike, and it'll show you that your physical health is way worse. <laughs> so it was. It was like a meme though. Uh, so, but the talking was more important than the actual visual that you was getting. That's why I was saying that, you know, I heard a meme and, you know, you get on this bike and, 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 and the reason why I like cycling and a lot of people may understand what I'm saying is because you're not thinking about anything else other than survival on that bike potentially. And this is what I mean by that. I've never been on the bike, bro. And was like, man, I got to wash dishes when I get home. I got to fold laundry. You don't do that. You don't gotta, do that. But but you see what I'm saying, though? I, I got to figure out. I got to go pay this bill. Oh, I got to talk to this lawyer. I got to do this. Or, you know, I'm thinking about like a business plan or think. I'm. You know what I'm thinking about? Legs shut up. Stop. Stop screaming back at me like, ooh, my hip hurting a little bit. What did I do to my hip? When did that happen? Like you try to figure out like certain things. You fit you mentally think about yourself physically. And and it's 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 very rare, like at the age that we are right now with the pandemic going on, that we could be singularly focused on one thing. 
because there's so much going on in the world. And that's why I love the bike. So I did 161 miles on Friday and it absolutely, it was amazing, but it sucked. Uh, and, and the reason why I sucked is because legs heavy, you're tired. Um, you get to certain rest stops and you're just like, dude, I don't know if I can keep going on, but then you got to push through that. And, you know, you find your motivation through other people and other things. And it, it was, it was truly an experience. Time, you know what he's training for? What's he training for? He's going he's gonna to trade in all his cars because these gas prices, he's just going to ride bike everywhere. Wow. You know what? Hey, 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 it's hey. funny that you say that. <laughs> hey, that's the levels of cheap that D'Angelo sung to. Yeah, that's how cheap he is. <laughs> What's crazy is when we pulled up at the hotel and we all had bikes, the guy at the hotel was like, where you guys come from? And he was like, ah, oh, you know, we came from Charlotte. And they was like, you biked here? And he was like, yeah. He was like, what made y'all do that? I said, have you not seen gas prices? it's outrageous yeah it it is so then you know we i I rode my bike down on friday and then saturday i had to come back because it was my daughter's first lacrosse game uh that's i'm gonna talk about that and then my son he had a birthday party that he had to go to and then i took him to that birthday party so it was a long day on saturday and then sunday uh you know that was kind of like the recovery day for me in terms of getting myself together but this is what's funny and and this is where i want to kind of sit here as a parent because i i'd love to hear you your your thoughts here and i'd love to hear your thoughts as well tom so my daughter she's never been introduced to lacrosse like that nobody in the family has ever played lacrosse so we're all fish out of water she had two practices before this game that happened on saturday uh, and in those two practices, everybody looked like nobody looked like they were like, you know, the cream of the crop. Now, it was one or two girls that was there that I was like, ooh, man, like they they really good. But then I found out that they were like the daughters of like the head coach. And so they had the experience. So that's why they was light years better than everybody else. But everybody else, for the most part, was just it was awful. It was it was kids. It was kids uh sports and nobody had any training right so um my daughter she's out there and you can see like everybody like going hard and like putting their body on the line and stuff and my daughter was out there she she didn't even have a stick up she was talking to this other little girl and they had became best friends to the to the point where like they wasn't even in the game they was just talking and like having a great time the ball would come over there they would get out of the way both of them the one that was on the her and the the person on the other team they was getting out of the way because they were so wrapped up in their conversation and i go man you know this is tough as a parent because when i was growing up you know i used the sport to get me out of a situation that i was in and you know you have those other kids that they playing because they want to have fun i as a parent i'm trying to figure out how can i get her to push herself a little bit harder in that sport but still have fun at the same time. You see what I'm saying? Like I don't Did they lose? Take it, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how the scoring works in it. I mean, I know I they don't have like this. So this is what I found out about lacrosse as it relates to like 12 and under. So what they try to do is, is you'll never know the score unless you keep up with it yourself. They don't like post it like, you know, most because parents get so wrapped up into the sport or into the game that they forget that these are 11 year olds. And when you show them the score and it's close or, you know, time's getting ready to run out, then they're on edge. So they they keep all that internal. So in order for you to find out who won, you physically have to go up to them and be like, hey, who won that game? You see what I'm saying? It's a protection. And and I think- See, I don't think it's protection. I think that just teaches not to be competitive. If you don't have a score, you don't know who's winning. You're not trying to no, win the game. The score is just not visible to everybody to see. Okay, if the, if the kids don't know, they don't know if they're winning. So you're not going to – because as a kid growing up, I just like you, I know you're the same way. You hate to lose. I hate yes. to lose. Yes. But if you're not – if the kids can't see the score, they're never going to hate to lose because they don't know if they're losing or winning. They don't care. So to me, not, you don't, you're not, not teaching – you're not teaching the, the, the you're not teaching the competitive aspect. 
that's not necessarily a bad thing, though, Gary. This is my problem with it. Like when I when I got done playing football and I retired, it bothered me that I was still so competitive because in real life, like nobody is competitive as us as Correct. athletes that are play, play professional sports. And I would get je- I, I and sometimes I'm jealous of my kids because they don't have that competitive aspect in their life. And the reason why I'm jealous is because you you can't trigger my kids with competition. You can trigger me all day. If it's all if day. it's Uno, you can. Yeah, I I don't instill that. In yeah, but you get <laughs> if what it's I'm Uno, saying, you though. can. Yeah, you get what I'm saying though. Like you can't trigger me. You can't you can't rope me into something that I don't want to do based off of competition. Well, me Correct. you can. Like oh, I bet you can't do this, man. I bet I can. And like I will go spend hours or minutes or whatever it takes to prove you wrong. You say that to my kids or to somebody that's non-competitive, okay, don't bother them at all. And I envy them sometimes for that. But at the same time, like, I'll give you a case of point. My daughter, my oldest daughter, I'm talking about the same one. And I, I want y'all to, to tell me or help me with how I push them, but without pushing them like that parent that's just over the top, where you're just like, damn, you living through your kids. My daughter, uh, we she was going through the swim class but when you go through the swim class it automatically enrolls you into like swim competition right so uh she's going through this swim competition and she jump in the water and she's competing against these other kids and all the parents are like screaming and like yelling telling them to you know come on let's go you know all the hype you get when your kids compete and my daughter she just i'm talking about perfect stroke gear Perfect, perfect stroke, perfect breath, like coming out of the water, all of that. She's just not going fast. She come out and she go, Daddy, did you see that? That was perfect, right? I was like, yeah, it was perfect. I was like, you don't want to speed it up? Like, beat the girl next to you. She's like, nah, uh-uh, because if I do that, it won't be perfect. And I'm like, well, try to, you know, try, try to sweat a little bit. Like, try to beat your time that you beat the last time. She's like, okay, I'll think about it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but so how do you push them without pushing them though? yeah that's the thing i think i think they have to do it naturally i feel like like dj is gonna be that i think i think rain is yeah. gonna be competitive yeah. i think riot just is not competitive as of yet i think rain 100 percent is going to be it's when she yeah, plays she she's gonna be super competitive this is every right. kid's gonna be different and it'll just take a different time for when they will be competitive i don't think you can force it but I think like you like you're doing, try to instill it, if, and then they'll they'll grasp it whenever they want. Well, well, here's the thing though, it doesn't really bother me, and this is why it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me that my kids aren't like competitive and go dumb hard because I've already told myself I'm not getting a trainer. We're not. I'm not paying money for a trainer no. for them to go get better at a sport that they not even really trying hard. You see what I'm saying? Like yes. I'm, and I'm not gonna pay somebody to to push them to take that pressure off of me on pushing them. So I'm just gonna let them like, hey, if they didn't take it serious, but then I don't want them to get old though, Gary. And you know how some of those adults, I, and I've bumped into a couple of my friends, not you. I bumped into a couple of my friends that said, I wish my parents would have pushed me. You see what I'm so, saying? So no, I agree. That, so I think I think you you can tough. push, you can push, but you don't have to be overbearing. Like that's the thing. I think you can push, they're but you don't lying, have to be overbearing. That's the thing. It's but see now, lying, like for dude. me, like I always say, I wish my my mom or dad put me in like piano lessons. I would have hated it as a kid, but today I would have loved it. Because yeah. as a kid, yeah, you wouldn't want to do it, but as as an adult, I would 100% want to know how to play the piano. I think it would what, be an awesome skill to have. What instrument did you learn how to play, Gear? None. Oh, okay, I thought in the. Uh white community man all parents made their kids i was just under That's racist it's not racist it's fact bro every <laughs> other than you gary all my white friends know how to play an instrument because they parents physically time. made them play and they hated it hated it time you know how to play an instrument i do not so you're oh, lying there's two well I that is right we, we we both are more black than you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. You cannot say that. But that's that was pretty much my weekend, man. Um, you know, me and my son, we had a long talk uh, after he went to his uh, friend's birthday party because 
he went to his friend's birthday party, man. He had a great time. It was at like this, this like trampoline place, right? And um, my son, you know how he is, bro. He nothing really just kind of bothers him. He just kind of sit there and chill. So he's in line to jump off this little ledge, right? Uh, to jump into like these little blocks. And like these kids are just breaking in front of him every time, just breaking in front of him. And he was cool with it. And I was like, bro, go because we're getting ready to go home. And he just broke down and started crying. And he was like, well, I can't go. It's somebody in front of me. And I'm like, yeah, they in front of you because you keep letting them go in front of you. And it's not like they was like malicious about it, like pushing them out of the way or anything like that. He was just standing there and they would walk past him. They would get up on the platform. They look back at him to see if he's going to say something. And he wouldn't. And they just jump off. And the, the kids kept doing it. And I'm like, dude, I, I, I didn't want him to say, hey, uh, you know, stand your ground or fight back or anything like that. I just wanted him to recognize, like, hey, man, you spent your time in line. It's your time to now go up and jump. But you're not taking advantage of it because you're letting these other people cut him. So I was like, I, I talked to him in the car and he he kind of understood what it was that we was talking about. But it was it was a very good teaching moment uh, for myself because, you know, I was upset. I was pissed, Gary. I was like, hey, you I, and I had to reel it back in because it, it, it felt like me. You know what I'm saying? Like they just broke me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I want to get the Batman before we go. Um, the time I'm, if you want to hop off, you can hop off. Hop We're going to talk. All right, I'm hopping off. Now is right. the time for you to hop off, Tom. Yeah, now is the time for you to go. All right, so I what did you think of Batman, sir? I think I thought it was absolutely... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Spoilers ahead. If you don't want spoilers, go ahead and turn it off. I thought right, it was absolutely fucking horrible. And I'm going to tell you why I thought it was horrible. This is why I thought it was horrible. So Black Batman, Batman traditionally, and I'm going off... Basic soul tradition, because that's how you are. You are a tradition guy. Batman has always been clean cut. He's always been that guy that dresses nice. He's always he's a billionaire, and he carried him way his he carried his himself as such. You know what I'm saying? Clean cut. He was he always had morals. He wasn't a gritty guy, and every move that he made made sense. He was like, oh, I can see why he did that. And he didn't kill people. That was his thing. No guns. He didn't kill people. Man, this damn Batman, at no point in this movie did we not think Batman wasn't going to make it. Batman came in, he kicked ass, and he left. Batman, in my in my eyes, looking at this movie, was the villain. And everybody else was the hero. And how I looked at it, because I'm just like, damn. I'm telling you, he was whooping people. At, at no point that I feel bad for Batman. And not only that, Batman looked like that golf kid that you just didn't mess with. You was like, yeah, he, I'm a, I'm a chill out on he, him. He looked, he looked like some character from uh, Twilight or something like that. that. That's exactly what he looked like. He looked, yes, <laughs> yes. And he was out of the Batman suit for five minutes. Everything else, he was in, he was in costume because they knew that he didn't look the role of Batman out of the suit. So I will say the only, I guess, thing that goes against what you said is you have to think, you have to remember in this movie, they say he's new to this. He was only in his second year of being Batman. So this is like brand new to him being the Batman. Why did they they not focus more on that than focusing more on him just whooping people ass? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like that, but I think that's the thing is like, I think all of it's a learning thing, and that's what they were trying to set up for future movies. I think it was more of a setup to get to the future stuff because I think they're going to make more and they might dive more into it. Uh, I did not, I wasn't a huge fan. I, to me, this is the fifth best Batman. Um, I think there's four better ones ahead of it. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't amazing. I had, from everybody's reviews, especially our boy Moose, saying best Batman ever. I do not agree at all. I, I, hate, I, uh, I hate his movie. But again, Moose his has the uh, unique critique. unique, uh, yeah. unique uh, movie yeah. stuff. He's a DC you do, guy. You do realize Marvel. this is the same guy that said Justice League was good. 
Yeah, I know, I know. The now yeah. I will say the Snyder cut was better, but it wasn't great. It was still better. Right. But right. Uh, I didn't mind the Riddler. I thought the Riddler wasn't bad. Penguin, I felt like the role hasn't really established for Penguin yet. I know it didn't it didn't do justice for Penguin for my eyes. You do and, you do realize this. You do realize this, Gary. This entire movie, Batman never caught anybody. Riddler turned himself in. Because he thought they were working together, so it's not like he caught the Riddler. And Correct. All the right. So it's it's fascinating to me that if you look back, Gary, you look back at the movie, all three hours and twelve minutes of that debacle, you will see that nothing lines up with your traditional Batman. Yes. Nothing. Does. What and, did and, you and think I, of? Hold on, hold on. Go I ahead. haven't even got the Catwoman. That's, That's what I was about to ask you. I was about to ask you. Ah, bro. Bro. So, they, the only thing that I like about Catwoman is the fact that she says something about the girl that she was looking for, and you couldn't tell if she was in a relationship with that girl or if that was just her friend. So, they left you on edge about what Catwoman's sexuality was. So, they flirted with it just a little bit. I get it. I, I like that. You know what I'm saying? What really bothered me about Catwoman, bro, why did they take this, that, that beanie and cut that beanie up like that, bro? I was about to say, I hated the mask. What? Why? That was why? terrible. Also, I despised the Batmobile. Oh, yeah, terrible. terrible. It, was, it was horrible. It was in the movie for three seconds, and it was terrible. Bro, the car like, that he they did, They like, didn't do yeah. But again, I keep going to, it's the second year. It's a second year. That's what I have to keep telling myself that it's only a second year as Batman. That's the only way I can justify some of the stuff because some of it doesn't doesn't mess with me. I, I will say I thought Robert Pattinson in the Batman suit, I thought he was all right. He wasn't terrible. He wasn't the best Batman, but he was better than I thought he was gonna be. I thought he was gonna be trash, but in the Batman suit, he was not that bad. I will. I will give that credit. Well, he well, wasn't well, hold a bad. Up, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, Gary. I, I want you to give me, give me, give me something to compare him to. Who's bad in the Batman suit? Because every Batman that I Val Kilmer, George Clooney, every Batman I've ever watched, bro, I judge the Batman based off of the villain. I I, I judge every, and I want you to understand yeah. this. I judge every Marvel, every DC is all based off the villain. That's why The Dark Knight is so such an amazing series because Bane, awesome. Uh, uh, Heath Ledger is Joker, awesome. Now, I wasn't really too keen on the Scarecrow, but I like what they did there. So because I like what they did there, awesome. Had nothing really to do with the Batman and who was in the suit because we all look for the villain. We looked at Riddler uh, in this particular uh, Batman. He was okay, but he turned himself in. I, I wanted more of a conflict there because everything that he did, he should have had to pay for that. But the only thing that he got was him turning himself in and talking to Batman like, hey, I thought we was working together. I yeah. thought he, we was a team. The Penguin, he was a mob boss. Was he recovering? Like, well, I don't even understand what that was going on there. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know what that... Can you explain that to me, Gary? Because you watched the same movie I watched. What was yeah. that relationship with Batman and Penguin? There was. Uh, it was, again, I just keep going to, it's the second year as Batman. Second year as Batman. Penguin hasn't established himself truly yet, which I'm assuming he will do in the next movies. But, like, when I say, like, George Clooney and Val Kilmer, when they were in the Batman suit, it didn't look like a Batman to me because they didn't look menacing. They didn't look like they could actually win in a fight. Now, I will say when Pattinson whoa, 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 was in his Batman, like you whoa, knew, whoa, like you said. Whoa, whoa. No, this is what you said. What you, you even said this. Do, what you ain't going to do is disrespect Val Kilmer. That's what you ain't going to do. But go ahead. But go ahead. So, like, but like you said, when you knew when Batman showed up, he was meant business in this movie. That's why I said yeah. I think he encompassed the way Batman looked in the suit he did a good job with it because he looked the part in my opinion now i did not like some of the like the the scenes when it was like the romantic side with catwoman he doesn't have the expressions for that type. i don't think him as an actor i don't think he does that very well in general but 
I did not. I wasn't a fan of Batman with that stuff. Again, to me, my OG is Michael Keaton, but that's my 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 guy. That's that's my but, guy too. I, I you what would you give this movie out of ten? Um, I would say, I honestly I got asked that yesterday by my mom, and I said I gave it a six out of ten. That's high, Gary. Give it a six high. out why, of ten. Why? Why so high? Because again, I keep going back to it's only the second year. It's, uh, they have an opportunity to try and build on it. That's that's the reason why I gave it. Otherwise, it probably would have been a five, but I gave it a six, and it's a so fifth best actor. So you're telling me, you're telling me that you're okay with a six out of ten movie with this particular movie being the way that it is. You said that it can get better with the actor that's playing this Batman, even though we know that. His image outside of the Batman suit does not suit the Batman that we have grown. And they have to change it. They have to change that in the future movies. It's all for potential. Is what I'm I'm hoping for. That's why I gave it a six. Okay. Potential. And and just because you're basing off potential, I'm in this podcast, bro. I, we just gonna end it right there. <laughs> just because if you gonna bank everything off, you giving this movie. A, <laughs> out of 10 based solely on the potential so if the next movie come out and it's trash is it going to affect the 6 out of 10 rating oh yes 100% oh, I yes hate you, I hate you can't go back and change it you can't go back. <laughs> and because you can't go back and change it we're going to stop it right there we're going to end it right there and thank you guys for joining us today Gary done lost his damn mind uh, he don't think influences <laughs> are real jobs he thinks Batman is 6 out of 10 based on what the next I've never heard that before Gary. I've welcome, never by the heard way. you giving a movie a higher rating now based off of what potentially can come later. That's unbelievable, man. That's unbelievable. Thank you guys for joining us. We out. <laughs> you are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the